Hey guys, it's Mark with Sound Vision, and I'm super excited about the podcast that we have for you all today. Michelle and I are going to interview our engineer, Freddie Davila. Freddie is the one who builds the systems that we install in your businesses and your homes right here in our engineering room. We're going to talk about where Freddie's from, and we're going to go over a couple of really important things in today's system design. Uh, one of the most important is cybersecurity and passwords. We're going to talk about what we do differently and how we come up with the passwords that we use. I think you'll find that very interesting. So strap in and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Ready? One, two, three. Welcome to Sound Vision, where we simplify life through technology. With us today is Freddie Davila, our technical engineer. Hello, Freddie. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for fulfilling the invitation. Awesome. Great to be here. So, Freddie, tell us about yourself. Where are you from originally? I'm from Nicaragua, which is located in Central America. What's the difference between South America and Central America? So you have the America, which is everything, and then it's split out into three, which is North, Central, and then South. So like the little peninsula connecting the two, right? Correct. So you have that being in the middle where Nicaragua is in the middle. <clears throat> you have Costa Rica. You have Honduras, North and South. Mm-hmm. Where's Mexico in relation? Mexico is part of it, but it's towards the North. Mexico's North. More yeah. north than Nicaragua, closer right. to the United States. Closer to the United States. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I grew up all the way to 12 in Nicaragua. That's when my parents kind of decided to move to Miami and, like anything else, provide us a better life. After that, it was Miami all the way to recently. So what did your folks do? Because one of the things that we definitely want to get across to the, the three people that are listening to us is that you are a very hard worker. Very diligent. We're super excited and blessed to have you here. What did your folks do? How did they instill that in you? Can I get everything from my, my dad? In Nicaragua, he worked in a bank where he was a student, you could say. And coming into, say, Miami, the U.S., it, it wasn't the same. I could actually see his hard work trying to having different jobs, trying to do as much as possible to get a better position. And that's something that I saw his effort on. And that's, I think, reflects in the majority of the Latin community, if you could put it that way. And seeing his struggle and kind of pushed me in a way to do the same, try to be what he wanted me to be. I mean, pushing to study more and try to get a better position in life. Do you have brothers and sisters? So I do have two brothers. I'm the oldest, my younger brother, and then... We have a youngest and younger sister. And I know your your brother's here in Concord, but where's your sister? I don't know. My sister, she's a Key West fanatic. She moved to Key Largo and pretty much her new family. They do plumbing and that's her whole family over there. And they pretty much have a well-established business. And she's well off. I mean, she has to live the, the good life when I put it that way. Well, Key Largo <laughs> is very different than Key West, Freddie. Yes, it's, it's a, a lot different, but two. it's just the same. The, I mean, the, the she's still... The keys and yeah, she's all about the Instagram pictures, you know, the life. That's cool. The whole sea life. And you are married? I am married. 
Well, recently married, my second marriage. I do have four kids with my youngest being just about, she just turned eight months yesterday. Oh, eight months. Eight months. We get pictures. If you follow us on Facebook, you get pictures <laughs> of the life. The life. <laughs> of the young Davina. So the bigger kids, they were the mom in Miami. How old are they? 20, which is Valerie. She's 20. We got Freddie, which is well, kind of middle. He's 17. Brianna, which is she's 11, and the youngest, eight months. Is it true, Freddie, still coming up this way? This They're going to be here on June for the summer vacation. Oh? They'll be here from Freddie. All of them? Freddie and Brianna. Oh, okay. Valerie, since she's the oldest, she's studying and she works and she's pretty much doing her life. She's more busy in that aspect. So I, I got to kind of wiggle around her time. <laughs> Understood. So how long have you been interested in what we do? Like, how did you get involved in home automation and networks and all that kind of stuff? It is funny because I never expected to end up in home automation. My parents or my dad, I got married super young when I was 18. I thought I knew everything, like like, like anything else, but... I went a year without studying. My brother is just a year younger. So when he actually graduated, my parents pushed both of us to do the same thing. Go and get, at least if you're not going to go to college, try to get a certification in something that provides a service or like a tech degree. They pushed me to kind of do network, network engineering. And it was fun. I mean, I was going with my brother to the same classes, take the same classes, take, you know, put up, put computers together, take them apart, learn the whole aspect of networking. Funny to think that I didn't touch any networking into probably five years later when I started working for a security company that at the time required the technician to kind of help out with the whole aspect of getting DVRs and VRs into the network. So everybody wanted to see their cameras online, but nobody knew how to get the MBRs online. You actually got a job. You had a tech degree. You got a job with a company, I'm assuming in Miami, mm -hmm. working with cameras and NVRs and what you're just talking about. Correct. Right Is that, okay, cool. So that got me into the whole aspect of learning a little more of, yes, networking is there, but there's some devices that work in that layer. There's a lot of things that work in the network aspect, actually communicating between each other. And that kind of pushed me into learning about cameras, MBRs, and then not the audio audio part as much, but little by little, how TVs and electronic. So we do a lot of camera systems. We even do more networks. And one of the buzzwords nowadays is cybersecurity. Customers, whether they're their residents or their businesses, are very conscious of and realize the importance of cybersecurity. Most audio video companies nowadays have kind of been dragged into doing networks, but they don't necessarily all do it the same. Tell us about cybersecurity and what you do that sets us apart. Well, the cybersecurity is a big aspect of, uh, of the today. There's a lot of things that now control in a way. I mean, everything is defined by network. Everything is communicating at the same time. So you have your Wi-Fi devices, you have your Google devices, you have Roku's, you have your Apple TVs. And all of that needs to be constantly updated to try to avoid being hacked in a way. 
my part of getting everything together is making sure that at least curate VLANs for the devices. Try to separate the devices. So a VLAN is VLAN. VLAN is a <laughs> VLAN is almost what it sounds, a virtual LAN. It means that everything comes in the same house, everything is communicating in the same network, but they're segregated. Meaning you could have multiple VLANs, you know, with virtual LANs where you could have all your work stuff in one VLAN and does not actually communicate. Your Apple TV would not try to hack into your computer in a way. So you're separating things if, like the audio video would be on one VLAN. Correct. And the computers and maybe their servers or sensitive information could be on another one. Correct. But mm-hmm. even though both of them are in, are the, in same the same house, same house, they actually literally don't see each don't other. Don't see each other. And, and that is... One of the key elements that it is out there and kind of like as basic recommendation to kind of segregate things out. And it does help. I mean, you are segregating some devices that are communicating to the, the internet and it could be hacking away. That's one way of protecting yourself. Uh, apart from that is try to use random password. Naturally, use the same password. Oh, password is a buzzword. Passwords. Password. How passwords. Do we, what do we do differently on passwords, Freddie? Password. Do we use one, two, three, ABC? No, we stopped using that. We stopped using that. Was that yesterday? <laughs> that was a while ago. But that was one uh, key recommendation we did. Uh, try to pretty much use special characters. Make the password a little longer. And not to use the same password in everything. And that's a recommendation that, I mean, everybody kind of does themselves. But it's to avoid getting the whole thing or getting your device hacked in a way. So when Kristen and I got married and we were doing, we were, you know, eventually you get into these kind of conversations or whatever, run bank password or whatever. And I said, you know, what's your password? And she said, oh, I take that very seriously. And I'm, I'm very conscious of this. So I, I have a, you know, secure password. Really? Okay. Well, what is it? It's buddy one, two, three. Where'd you get buddy one, two, three? Well, that was the name of our dog. If you Google the most popular names of dogs, <laughs> buddy is in the top three. <laughs> I said, babe, that's not like super. So we don't use like dog names and one, two, three either. Correct. You were just explaining. That yes. We, correct. Uh, try to, what do we use? Combination of special characters and uh, names in a way. But other than that, as a special character, those adds that key element. Do we use the same password for all of our customers? No, we don't. It gets generated, but it's not the same password for everybody. So everybody's got their own unique unique password for their project or network devices in a way. So to kind of sum that up real quick, we have an individual network for our equipment that's inside the customer's home or their place of business. Their sensitive information is on a whole different part of the network that, again, they don't see one another. Correct. So we try to do a managed network where we tag as much devices to that network. That helps us in even servicing, trying to see if our devices are in this, not in the same network, but if they're alive or they're communicating, in making sure that they kind of have a better, not a better communication, but it's just segregated in a way. So Freddie, I gotta say, can I interrupt you? Go ahead. Can you tell me, because you're huge on firewalls and all of that good stuff, mm-hmm. like some of the security measures that you put in place for us as well? 
there's a lot of involvement in firewall. Start doing some firewall training and understanding what do they do. And it's pretty much the rules on the firewall that allows communication. What goes in, what goes out, what goes where. So it's similar to like a VLAN. Like it's, it's similar to... It's regulated. It's regulated. So proper firewall configure can pretty much help you out in getting the instruction or the communication that is coming that is bad not to reach the device that is intended to. Because pretty much what a hacker is doing out there is just trying to communicate to as much devices as possible and just knocking on the door to see who's open. And you want to make sure that you close those doors. And, you know, things like port forwarding, ports, that's the way they communicate. It's some of the aspects that firewall would kind of catch, filter, and either give you access or deny you. So it's safe to say we have no idea what any of our competitors do, but we take extreme measures to protect customers' networks that we set up by using things like firewalls and VLANs and encrypted passwords, which are advanced cybersecurity measures. measures. Yes. And the other aspect is like technology keeps evolving. And with that, now that we see a lot of cybersecurity threats is where pretty much we got to evolve into that. Because I read somewhere that it's a lot easier to get a network guy into work in the AV aspect, but it's kind of hard to get just an AV guy to work in network. So in the way, with all the new devices coming through and talking to each other, it's one key element to keep the cybersecurity part on check. So, Freddie, what excites you most about what you do? Like, what are you most passionate about what you do here? What brings you joy? I think what brings me joy is, is just touching as much projects as possible. Seeing what it could be done, like seeing that this new device is going to power something or is going to turn a light a different way or that you could make life a little easier for somebody. Um, you know, once you get to program a switch or once you get up to program a TV to work some type of way and seeing that, how multiple devices could work together to bring joy in a way. That brings you joy. No, no, I'm saying like multiple devices bringing that's, that's joy to Freddie a customer. Freddie, what? You asked him what he wants and he said what he wants. Oh my God, yeah. my ears are bleeding. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the whole aspect of how multiple devices or multiple technology could work together to kind of you know handle network, your Wi-Fi, your password, your TV. So all of that and be able to touch that technology. That's the part. Like we do take the engineering part of our projects very seriously. And if we didn't point out before, Freddie essentially engineers every project that comes through here in house. We build all of our systems here in our engineering room. We pre-configure all the systems before we go out, as Zach always likes to say. What does Zach say, Michelle? If your contractor shows up with a bunch of boxes, you've hired the wrong contractor. (laughs) He'll be so glad that he was mentioned in this podcast. Awesome. And so Freddie is very integral for our company in that aspect. And that's why one of the reasons we wanted to have him on here, because he's behind the scenes in every project that we do. But Freddie is also an FAA drone pilot. What does that mean, Freddie? Well, it means that I could fly a drone in regulator airspace. So it's not a hobby. 
Are so you delivering packages for Amazon on the side? I'm not, but I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it just means that I'm able to fly drone commercially, take videos, and pretty much be able to fly in or ask for permission to fly in restricted airspace. Michelle, did you see what we bought for Freddie recently? The vest? Do you know about the vest? I do know about the vest. So the other day, peek behind the curtain here. So the other day I get this, we use Slack for internal communication back and forth. And I get this post in Slack with a link to Amazon for this neon yellow, yellow. like highlighter yellow (laughs) vest that you would see on, like maybe on a construction site or something like that. But with big letters, like FAA pilot. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) So... So when Freddie's out on the job site and he's flying these drones around, people don't think it's, you know, we're being invaded from Red Dawn. Invading privacy. Because North Carolina does have, I mean, every state has different laws, but North Carolina has some really nice privacy laws in concerning to flying drones. So that's one of the key aspects of why you want to make sure that you're properly identified. You're properly identified, correct. So one of the reasons that we did that is to go along with marketing. So Freddie, on top of doing the engineering and his fun part of the projects, also, Michelle, what does Freddie do for you? All those really cool drone videos that you see on our social media and our website are videos that Freddie has done. That's footage that he's captured. It's invaluable. It's such an asset. However, it's not without turmoil. We do have creative differences. I believe there's a music <laughs> we have creative, issue creative differences, yes. Involved yes. in that. Freddie really likes he's from Duo a Lipa. He he likes the maybe younger type music. I agree with you, Eric. And I cater more to our target demographic, which is not Miley Cyrus and Dua Lipa. Oh man. It's created some uncomfortable situations because Freddie does an amazing job, but I usually go in and re-edit his footage and or, uh, or, or the footage just get crop cropped out. Yeah, the, it is cool. It's very cool. It is very cool. It's allowed us. As a matter of fact, we had uh, someone reach out yesterday about one of the videos that was shot for one of our builders, and that's going to be on a future podcast. And asked if he could use it if we actually did it. Oh, uh, and so yeah, no, it's really cool. So again, something that just separates us. Not only can we fly a drone, but we actually have a legally FAA licensed pilot to do so. So that's pretty cool. In five years, Freddie, what do you want to be doing? Say drone videos. Drone videos. (laughs) (laughs) I think I want to keep being involved in what I do. I mean, I I do enjoy it. I do love it. I know it's going to keep involving, going to keep getting better, more devices. So in five years, I see myself doing almost the same thing, just bigger, better. Do you get sick of me throwing out ideas to you almost daily about things that we need to do to improve? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I will edit that part out. (laughs) No, I I enjoy getting the challenge of trying to see if we can make it work. Good answer, Freddie. Very good answer. Michelle is getting sick of the fact that I'm now learning the keys on the board. No, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It was a nice... Nice aspect. Nice touch. Well, what else? Do do we have anything else to ask? Yeah, I did want to ask who your hero was growing up. Did you have a superhero that you liked or like what did little 12 year old Freddie, what did he think was cool? Like, what were you into? I want to know who superheroes in Nicaragua. Is it the same as the U.S.? The same, just as they speak Spanish. (laughs) Batman is Spanish. Batman is Spanish. (laughs) 
sometimes I, you know, like when you ask me questions like that and, and it makes me think like, who was my hero? I see or try to learn as much as possible. But then again, it's like, I don't think Batman, the, the Avengers, I don't think I had a, a specific one. I just love them all. enjoyed them all. Were you or are you a sports fan? Did you have a, like a sports type hero person? No. No. Did you play sports? Yes, a few. I played, but not for a longer term. I mean, I think I learned how to do all the sports, enjoyed them, but other than that, not something that I would watch or go home and watch. Probably too nerdy. Too, too nerdy for that. <laughs> okay, well, this has just been very <laughs> dramatic. I give Freddie a hard time all the time about being nerdy. Freddie is no, great. <laughs> I, I, yeah, in a way, but I think I, now I'm I'm 39. But I'm getting to that age where I'm trying to understand why my dad used to tell me a few things and why learning, why did I, I didn't do it younger? Because now it takes me longer, but I enjoy it more. And that keeps me busy. I keep him busy in, in that aspect of pretty much learning, learning the device, keep keeping my toes. And I like to at least know of what I'm talking about. Yeah, you are like the certificate holder reigning certificate master at sound vision of most certificates. What's but the most recent certificate you have been awarded? Radio Rod 3. That's where it's passing. Neutron wireless Red. lighting. Jason Fuse will be very excited to hear that. What else? What was before that? Before that? Well, I did game alarm come certified. Yeah, plug for alarm.com. <laughs> like I, that. I did become, become alarm.com certified and... There's a few certification that I'm trying to see. Well, and uh, you're on our education committee here with Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So that's another thing that you are involved in is we're constantly revising and improving the training for, for our guys. Yes. For our guys so that when we send folks into the field, they are properly trained and are professional. And that training is not only technical in nature, but also in how to do things, just general process of being clean in a home and, you know, how to communicate and all that kind of stuff as well. It makes it easier for the guys also to have somebody to fall behind. And I know that in today's day and age, it's not uncommon to have someone on staff that's bilingual, but for many years we did not. Mm -hmm. And now we take it for granted. We have a couple, but that has become very useful in certain situations as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Freddie speaks I'm, I'm both glad. English I'm glad. and Spanish. Well, hey, we've been here longer than we expected. Freddie, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you very much. You are an extremely valuable member of our team and we love you very much. Michelle, will you be so kind as to take us out? Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about Sound Vision at soundvisionlakenorman.com. You can follow us on Twitter at SoundVisionLKN, Instagram, and Facebook. 